Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I am going to have to start this program on an extremely sad note and tell you something that you don't want to hear. And that is it's over in Ukraine. It's over. Ukraine is lost. And perhaps Moldova or Georgia is next. And it was over before, it was over the minute the tanks crossed the border. Now, why am I saying this? Why am I being so grim? Because the media has spent the majority of its time trying to pretend it is top to bottom experts on the history of Ukraine, the Soviet Union, the fall of the Soviet Union. You could see you could see anchors sitting in their makeup chairs rehearsing the names of prominent Russians and Ukrainians trying to get it right in the script, in the teleprompter. What they're not telling you and what they can't tell you is that this is proof that these global institutions that we were told to give our undying allegiance to, have all failed. They have all failed. NATO has failed. The UN has failed. The UN Security Council has failed. We talk about Russian oligarchs. The Russian businessmen, oligarchs, former gangsters, KGB agents, whatever you want to call them, have all bought off the establishment and the elites of basically every other nation that would otherwise stand up to them. We're told not to challenge the elites. We're not to challenge the so-called international order. We're not supposed to have questions about these people. They are, they are the, you know, we don't like using phrases like the Illuminati or whatever, but for, for lack of a, conspiratorial name of the Illuminati. That's what we have. We have a international order that is predicated on, you want to talk about the 1%, you want to talk about the rich, the 99%, you want to talk about bottom up, middle out, all this stuff. It's all garbage. These are, this is a system that has been used by political elites in every nation to ensure that we never ask questions about the wealth they are generating, the control they are taking in energy, healthcare, education, transportation, whatever it is. We were told that Donald Trump was a wrecking ball. That Donald Trump was going to bring down the international order. Well, if this is not proof that the international order was nothing more than a protection racket for the global elite, I don't know what is. Germany has been selling itself out for a generation. Many of these so-called EU allies have all gotten hooked on Russian oil. You know, did you ever notice where when they started seizing yachts, where were those yachts parked? France. Germany, Italy, Spain, they've been finding these oligarchs 
and their apartments and their mansions all over the damn world. Not in Russia. Some of them, of course, are in Russia. But if Russia was this thing that after World War II, the UN, NATO, the EU, all of these nations were coming together to keep the keep Russia in check. Notice how many of these nations have all gotten in bed with these Russian energy oligarchs, have gotten into trade with Russia. Now, look, there's an old school conservative view or, or libertarian view on peace through trade. We've tried peace through trade. We've tried it with China. We've tried it with Russia. It's clearly not working. But these institutions, that if you had any questions about the validity of the UN and whether or not the United States should be the largest financier of the UN and the UN's role in the world, what has the UN ever succeeded at? Give me one thing the UN has ever succeeded at. Preventing genocide in Africa? No. Concentration camps in China? No. The invasion of Ukraine? No. What has the United Nations, by its mere existence, the coming together of nations to create a global system? And I'll give you another one. We talk about international law. Blah, 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 international law, blah, 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 blah. They said George W. Bush was a war criminal, blah, 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 blah. Trump violated international law, blah, 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 blah. I've said on this program for years, international law is meaningless because there's no enforcement mechanism. Blah, 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 international law, blah, 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 norms, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. What's the UN going to do here? Who's going to, who is going to enforce its will on Vladimir Putin? The answer is no one. The answer is no one. The entire world is playing catch-up to Vladimir Putin right now. And maybe if I keep walking like this, the things on the herd, I mean the view, will want me locked up. That's the new one. Any questions about Joe Biden and NATO and the effectiveness of Russia in Ukraine, you're a traitor who should be put in jail. Say the people who sound even worse than Vladimir Putin when they say that. But what are you going to do? You told us we had to get rid of Orange Man Bad. No more mean tweets. No more mean tweets. Mean tweets were the worst thing in the world. Donald Trump was the worst thing in the world. Worst thing in the world. He was destroying the NATO alliance. Now look at it. It's lost. There's no NATO alliance. Uh, Kamala Harris doesn't even know what nations are in NATO, but that's, you know, it's all talk. Blah, 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 blah. Granted, Ukraine is not a NATO nation and is not protected by Article 5. But you, you have nations that are afraid to even give them military hardware, including our own. Russia walked right into Ukraine, right, right past Obama and Biden, right past them, like nothing, like they weren't even standing, like they didn't even give them side eye. 
So what comes after this? What comes after? Is, is the United Nations, look at the nations that are still willing to trade with Russia, China, India, Iran, Germany through Iran. Are these nations going to say, hey, Russia, you're going to have to rebuild all those apartment buildings that you bombed and all those school buildings that you bombed and all those hospitals that you bombed. And you're going to have to account for those mass graves and you're going to have to account for your soldiers executing people who were surrendering, by the way. If you're reading the Daily Mail's website. The answer is no. The answer is no. As a matter of fact, you have Vladimir Putin saying this is a fight for Russian sovereignty because they consider Russia, Ukraine part of Russia. You don't even have people bringing up right now that it was Bill Clinton that allegedly brokered the peace when Ukraine gave up its nuclear weapons, not with a Senate treaty, not with a treaty that was signed by any of the parties. It was just a, okay, uh, you, Russia, you promise if they give up uh, nuclear weapons, you won't invade? Yes, we promise. Uh, you, Ukraine, if they promise not to invade, you'll give up nuclear weapons? Yes, we promise. Okay, good. That's not a treaty. That's not a treaty. Bill Clinton flew off to get $500,000 in speaking fee money from Vladimir Putin. We happily sold Vladimir Putin 20% of U.S. uranium. We did, we did, we did. Shut your face if you don't think we did. We had the Russian reset. We trusted Russia with chemical and biological weapons after we drew the red line. Even though they were backing Assad, we trusted the Russians to force Assad to do the right thing. And then John Kerry came out and said, well, they declared stockpiles. Oh, oh, okay. So if Assad didn't tell us he had them, he gets to keep them. And now the Biden administration, the Biden administration is actually outsourcing our foreign policy on the Iran nuclear deal. Can you believe that? So Russia won. They're winning. And if they want Moldova, they're going to take Moldova. They want Georgia, they're going to take Georgia. They already have Belarus. There is nothing right now that's going to stop Russia's annexing of former Soviet republics and the rebuilding of the USSR. And saying out loud, World War III is pretty darn scary. We don't have a Ronald Reagan right now. We don't. We have a man, and uh, I'm going to play some of the audio later, and it's going to be the crux of my monologue tonight on the Salem News Channel. We have a president right now who said he is the only man in human history who's had a 50-year run-up to the top job in the company. 50-year run-up. Think about this for a second. Modern presidents. Modern presidents. Bush was a governor. Uh, Reagan was a governor. Carter was a governor. H.W. was a vice president who had four years as vice president. 
You know, I found some old clips of, uh, found, they're on YouTube. I was watching some old clips of Sarah Palin versus Joe Biden, the mockery of Sarah Palin. They were mocked, mocked, mocked. They forgot all about Joe Biden's plagiarism, why he had to leave the 88 race, how many times he got caught stealing other people's speeches, just how empty he is, lying about marching in the civil rights movement, and then bringing, after admitting that he was lying, started lying about it again. Bizarre. But the man had a, had a front row seat for 50 years, starting with the fall of Saigon. Actually, you know, Joe Biden's been there now twice when people fled on helicopters from failed states. Ronald Reagan ran yes in 76 and did not win. Joe Biden ran twice before that, but Reagan had executive leadership. Carter had executive leadership for as bad as he was. We tend to elect governors and generals with an occasion of senators. But we tend to look Dwight D. Eisenhower. We tend to look. We tend to look for people with executive leadership. But Eisenhower went from being a general right into the White House. Kennedy was a senator. You look at the time these people had. Not 50 years. Barack Obama barely one term in the Senate. Barely one term in the Senate. But Joe Biden's had five decades in Washington, D.C. How do you how do you involve your 50 year run up to the top job? And for the, the way things are going, you almost have to work to fail this bad. Unless your entire unless everything about you is fake. And then I want to, so you know what I really want? I want to talk to someone, not some screaming ankle biter on on, on Twitter. Demographics aside, beyond all of the breathless pie in the sky romantic idea of a the first woman of color to be president of the United States, I have no doubt in my mind I will live to see a woman president, perhaps a woman of color as president, through the electoral process. But I want to talk to someone who honestly believes when they go to bed at night that Kamala Harris could be the commander-in-chief if there was World War III because the stress of the job would obviously get to Joe Biden. I don't think he would make it. I think he would step down. Do you think the Russians at all are sitting there going, oh, my God, Vladimir, what, what happened if Kamala Harris become president? What do we do then? <laughs> this is lost. We built an international order not on security and ethics. We built it on international elites doing business with one another at the expense of the nations they supposedly represent. Case in point, Gerhard Schroeder, the German chancellor, sits on the board of directors of the Russian pipeline company building Nord Stream 2. It's almost like the movie They Live. Again, without conspiracy theories about the Illuminati. And we elected someone in 2016 who had a lot of questions about this and was unafraid to say it right to their faces. 
And the media and the Democrats excoriated Donald Trump. How dare you? How dare you speak about the international order like this? The norms, the traditions, the institutions. All it took was a 40-mile column of tanks to bring it all down. And Joe Biden doesn't know what to do with himself. He doesn't. 40 years, 50 years, he learned nothing. Robert Gates said it best. He was wrong on every single foreign policy question for four decades. Nice man. You know, nice man might be nice to have at the party, but don't trust him with anything. Was it George Bush? What is it George Bush famously said? If BS were Nichols, Biden would be a billionaire. I know what you're thinking. I, I, I'm thinking it too. We see this human tragedy unfolding in Ukraine and Americans naturally, naturally want to pound the crap out of the Russians. I mean, our, just about almost all of our favorite film products of the 80s surround this. At least my favorite film products. But how many of you are willing to commit our troops to ground combat in Ukraine under the watch of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, and Mark Milley? And the other one, just to show you that I'm consistent, isn't it amazing how Russians and Ukrainians are showing up in Mexico trying to cross the United States border? No, our, our border, our, our sovereignty does not collapse because Russia went into Ukraine. We can't just have people running across the border. Whether they're Mexicans or Hondurans or Jamaicans or Ukrainians. We still have to uphold our sovereignty. One six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. But what you're going to have to deal with is we're just going to have to watch this come to its logical conclusion because the world doesn't the world doesn't have what it takes anymore. And Vladimir Putin proved it. And pretty soon you'll be watching the invasion of Taiwan. You can join me live on the Wilco Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot Channel one twenty five.